Hi everybody and welcome to today's episode of the Communication Coach podcast and we're going to be talking about how to have a difficult conversation or a challenging conversation, whichever word is best for you. So first of all, we are going to look at what a difficult conversation is. Now for all of us that will be slightly different, of course it will be, but many of my clients say that this is where they really struggle on how to have that difficult, challenging conversation, whether it's at work or whether it's at home. They struggle to actually start the conversation. They struggle to know how they're going to follow the conversation through or how to even walk away from the conversation when it's ended. So first of all, today, we're going to look at what is a difficult conversation, and then we're going to come up with some tips around how you can deal with them. So first of all, what actually is a difficult conversation? Now, for all of us, this is going to be different, and I totally appreciate that. But generally, it's one that is surrounded in emotion. So we often come at a challenging or a difficult conversation from a emotional perspective, not a logical perspective. So our brain, let's be really simplistic, is split into two. One is the emotional side. One is the logical side. And when we're having difficult and challenging conversations, we often are driven by our emotional side of the brain. Number two is that they will probably have a consequence of some sort um, and the consequence you might fear. And most of the time when we have difficult conversations, which lead us to become emotional, it's because they're fear driven and that fear is driven by a loss of some sort. So the consequence might be a loss. It might be loss of a job. It might be the loss of a relationship. It might be that you fear that the other person is going to have an adverse reaction to what you say, but it would be driven by a fear. And that's what causes the anxiety. So anxiety and anxiousness is generally a fear driven emotion. And the third one is that you're worried about the outcome. So we know that it will have a consequence or an outcome and you're actually worried about that outcome for whatever reason. And so it plays over in your head. Perhaps you can relate to this, that you've sometimes had to go and have a difficult conversation with somebody and it plays over you in your head and you make the conversation up in your head before you even have the conversation. It's personal to you. So you might feel that the other person has um, criticized or said something about your opinion. And when they've challenged your opinion or your belief system, then that has caused an emotion, an emotional response in you. Often we find with difficult conversations or challenging conversations that both parties come at that conversation from a perspective of being right. And, you know, as human beings, we like to be right. We can't help it. It's just the way we are. It validates us. It helps us to feel valued. But sometimes when we try to come at something from being right perspective, it hinders the conversation and immediately puts a barrier up. And then lastly, we listen from a combative or a competitive or a passive mode rather than an active inquiring mode, a listening mode, whereby we're ready to hear somebody else's opinion and what that might be. So let's look at some ways that we can deal with having difficult or challenging conversations, whichever word you want to call it. So the first one is to plan. And I find this really interesting because a lot of the time we don't plan for conversations. Most of our conversations are unconscious. 
not in the conscious present moment and we just go blur perhaps you can relate to this that you don't think about what you're saying you don't think about what you're doing you think about the consequences and you've built it up in your head beforehand but you haven't actually come up with a plan of when and where to have that conversation and what you want from that conversation so the first one is to plan think about what you want your objectives from that actual conversation then practice and again, this is something people find very difficult and alien to do around communication. They're like, well, why would I practice? So communication is a skill like any other skill and every other skill you have, you practice and you practice and you practice until you get it right. Um, and often you don't get it right all the time. And so you have to keep practicing. So I'd love to sit here and tell you that I nail it every single conversation I have, but that's not true. I have to practice all the time. I have to be consciously aware of what I'm saying. And those are the conversations that are far better and have a better, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A better outcome. Sorry, that's the word I'm looking for. A better outcome at the end. Gosh, I completely slipped my brain then, the word that I was looking for. So yeah, so the outcome, a better result. Then we look at um, looking at the conversation from the other person's perspective. So often we will go into a conversation from our perspective and our perspective only, which means we think about ourselves and what we want from it. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But when you look at that conversation from another person's perspective and what they might be thinking and what they might be feeling, it really helps us to understand how they might react. So we all have a belief system. Um, it comes from our values, it comes from how we've been brought up, and then later on it comes from our experiences. And everybody else is the same. They all have their own belief system. So when we stop and we look at the conversation from the other perspective, and we ask ourselves a couple of questions of what's going on for that other person? What is their belief system? How are they likely to react? Why might they react? What emotions might they be going through? when they do react to that conversation, then we can plan a lot more clearly for what we're going into. So if we know what's gonna happen, or we can preempt what might happen, we're all human beings. And so sometimes it doesn't happen. You know, sometimes you have the greatest plan, you've practiced, you're ready for the conversation, you've built it up in your head. And yet, as soon as you start speaking, the other person cuts straight across you with something that you weren't expecting. Now, if that does happen, a way that you can just slow everything down and pause it is to listen, go into your active listening mode, and then to summarize what they've said to you so that you can pause, reflect on what's happening, and buy yourself a bit of time to keep your emotions under control, and then carry on with the conversation that you'd had in your head once you've finished with that, their side of the conversation. So there are the four things that will really help you. If you plan it, that includes the timing. So I always find that if you want to have a challenging or difficult conversation, don't do it when you've had a drink because your emotions will become 10 times emphasized than they would do normally. Uh, don't do it when somebody else is really busy, that you can see they're extremely busy and that they haven't got time for that conversation or that something else is going on in their life or that they've had a drink. Um, think about your emotions as well. Where are you emotionally before you go into that conversation? Because if your emotions are really high, you're really tired, it's likely to be more difficult and more challenging. So plan it. Think about what you're actually going to say. Practice what you're going to say. If you have somebody that you can trust, sit down with them, speak to them and say, this is what I'm thinking of doing. These are the reasons why. This is what I want to achieve. 
then think about um, the conversation from the other person's perspective, what they will be going through, what they believe to be true, especially what they might believe to be true around the situation or the scenario already. And just jot down some notes in your planning. And then finally, when you go in, really listen to what they say. So have your turn, but make sure after you've had your turn, you listen from an active listening perspective around what they are thinking and feeling. So they are my top tips for dealing with difficult conversations. Of course, there are lots more to go into at far more detail. So if you have a difficult conversation that you are planning for, or you know that something's coming up, you want to get hold of me, chat something through, then please feel free to at uh, info at the communication coach, just send me an email or go and have a look on my website. All the details are at the end of this podcast. So I hope you found that useful. And I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Drop me a line if there's anything specific that you want me to cover. Otherwise, have a great week and I'll speak to you soon. Hey, everybody, Nikki again. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast and thank you for joining me. You can find me on social media at Nikki Comms Coach at Twitter and The Communication Coach on Facebook and thecommunicationcoach.co.uk. Please like, share and review and I look forward to speaking to you soon. <laughs>